0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: This is Lawrence Tynes, former New York Giant two-time Super Bowl champ, and you're listening to The Jake Brown Show.
2: And welcome to the Jake Brown Show on Radio.com's podcast network. You can subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. You can follow us on Spotify. Follow me on Twitter at Jake Brown Radio and Instagram, and uh, on our other Twitter at Jake Brown Show on Twitter and Instagram. I actually did a massive unfollowing spree on Instagram uh, the last couple days. Just people I don't care about anymore. I, I don't want to follow them anymore. And I just unfollowed. Worst case, they unfollowed me. Plus, I got the ratio lined up where it's two to one. So it's two to one followers to following, which is always key to have the ratio intact. Um, But anyways, this is our final show from the Time Life building here in Midtown, New York City. We're heading down to Hudson Street for possibly a couple more weeks. And I I haven't told a ton of people, but likely leaving the state of New York after December 31st, once January 1st hits. uh, This could be the end. Unless I uh, I might end up going to Charlotte, North Carolina. uh, Maybe... Maybe record from their studio, but who knows? In a couple weeks, this show on this network could be ending, Uh, so we'll see. But stay posted on social media for that. But the end of an era, and it's been a great run. The Time Life building here uh, started December 2014, and it's been three years of four separate podcasts. Went from fourth and goal with JB and BT with Ben Troop, From December through February, the football season ended. It became Brown and Troop. That was show number two. That went from March 2015 to June 2015. It ended, a mutual ending, but Troop sent it through text. It was like one of those breakups through text, (laughs) which was so middle school. Did
3: Um, did you ever get a TV back?
2: Never got the TV. He stole the TV from the stupid bet where he beat me bowling two out of three, where he told me his average score was 75, and he bowled a 160 and was throwing spinners like he was one of those PBA ESPN Sunday afternoon bowlers. (laughs) And uh, so he won the TV. So that went until June, and then we had a little break a couple months. That break was killing me. It was the only break I really had in shows, and that went from June until late August when we started recording Brown and Scoop. And Brown and Scoop went from – beginning of september until the end september 2015 to september 2016 when just over a year and then as soon as first week of october switched it over to the jake brown show and it's been october 2016 and december 2017 so potentially after 14 months it could end in three years of four different shows crazy that it's been that long um and that could be that could be a wrap after this and it's a lot of good memories here in this building. I mean, a lot of times it was working and rec- then recording late. I've been here. There were nights I was here till 2 a.m. The night the Mets won the a- a National League, I was here till like 1 or 2 a.m. And then I had the whole Gio and Jones calling me a lazy millennial on CBS Sports Radio the next morning because I had a predetermined day off because I was going to see Jimmy Kimmel in Brooklyn that day. And uh, – I got called lazy millennial because I, s- I sent the email that I was going to be out while the Mets were up six nothing, and the timing was very poor on my part of that email, <laughs> and they figured I was uh I was out and so many cool guests over the years, uh, good memories, uh, nights where we we've, we've surely popped bottles before when the, when the when no one was here, uh, and. Uh, it's been, it's been a good run, and uh, it's weird to leave this building and head to Hudson Street. And I wish we were recording from Hudson from day one. The atmosphere there is great. You have, obviously, Frances. You got all the shows there. You got Joe and Evan. You got all. I mean, that's where the magic happens, down at Hudson Street. That's where everything happens. That's where your dream is, as me, since I was seven, to, to work from down there. So it'll be cool to at least, if I do leave, have a couple closing weeks potentially down on Hudson Street. You have a very confused face. So on. wait,
3: you never listened to the fan when they were in Queens?
2: I mean, I was born in 91, so they... Wow, where
3: were we, no, they were in Queens. I listened oh, to it starting in 98, okay. probably. So you were... 98, okay. I don't yeah, think they, they were in Queens. All right.
2: Yeah. Um, 98, I moved from Queens, um, to Connecticut, but it'll be crazy to actually record from down there. I did it a couple, a couple of times recorded from down there when we had that, uh, show with all those, those, the on-air guys there and, uh it's your dream to record in that studio i mean it was a dream when i was sick recording with tiki barber from the boomer and carton or from from boomer and carton studio r.i.p carton who is now back with a podcast You've and, heard uh, yeah i uh the first episode i think dropped yesterday when i'm mistaken with scaramucci uh his first guest so i i might have to tune into that just to see how yeah. crazy that went off the rails but uh it'll be cool to be down there a couple weeks maybe my last hurrah and it'll be it's sad to me to potentially leave new york i mean i love this place leaving the mets leaving the knicks jets and
1: uh
2: it just it's it's tough and people don't realize it and i feel for these new recent uh espn layoffs and everyone there the week i got laid off was the first round and now the new espn layoffs and everyone there's a lot of people getting laid off um with the merger. I mean, here you could be happening here. We don't know at, at any time, at any moment. Yeah. We, we have no idea. Uh, no one here knows. So it happens and now it's been over seven months of unemployment and it's unbelievable to me that it's still going. And, and it's trying to make it work in New York is, is very difficult, uh, with the financial here. I mean, um, my place is twelve, thirteen hundred $1,300 a month for like a, a one bedroom living with three girls an absolute mess, by the way, girls are slops. Uh, and they, there's oof- loofas, Ufas tufas. What are they called? The you know things you rub yourself with. The uh, uh, you paws. Uh, rub you rub, you rub know. your body with the ufa uh, loofa. <laughs> these things it, are know. falling on the floor when I'm trying to shower. You do I don't, don't use do a ufa loofa. loofa Oompa dee doo I don't okay, use I, one of those. Okay. Oompa loompa Whatever the thing is called, know. it scrubs your body. Yeah. I, and I, these things are on the floor. The floor is dirty. I mean, it is. You girls are slobs. I mean, I look so much cleaner. I think
4: the worst thing is the hair.
2: Yeah, and there's <laughs> hair all over the floor. I don't have to worry about that. There ain't there ain't nothing up there. Uh if there's ever hair on the floor, it's it's coming from another part of my body. <laughs> um, but I mean it is tough living with girls. So it's a tough situation and uh i will s I'll I'll say that it's uh it's definitely it changes your life in a lot of ways, financially, emotionally. Um it changed your viewpoint and everything and uh it's changed me a lot and um it's uh been a tough time and i'm hoping something pulls through soon but it it really it hits your uh i don't know hits your self-conscious your self-consciousness when you're seven months without working and still doing the show which is good but uh you know it's everyone goes through it i know our buddy norm went through it he had a a blog about unemployment and he talked about it i think that's something i should do people love when i tell unemployment stories when i'm home (laughs) watching like judge judy or prices right (laughs) that i should really start writing about it and if it lasts any longer i might start writing about it but just had to say that uh, you feel for those people, and uh, it's it's been a longer stretch than anyone's expected. I surely didn't expect it. You go through interview after interview, and you get declined at some, and it, it lowers your morale, but you just got to keep pushing through it. In this industry, there's just so little jobs at some points for just so many people who don't have one. That they're just gonna be people that know people who know people or family members of people in a company. They're gonna get it over you, and you just have to deal with that fact. That's life. That's any industry that if you know people, you're gonna get it over someone that they don't know, even if you're more qualified for position. Um, so yeah, that's uh, try to get that off my chest. Um, but we we, we have some interesting. We have Pat and here and Brian Corson, uh, who have helped along the way. Seth, I believe, started off doing the shows, and then Seth probably got sick of me, and then. Pat's been doing most of the show. Corson got the Sweatpants show. Has had a couple others here yeah, I've had there. a few here and there. Uh, we've had some interesting guests. Mo Vaughn in studio on the show. Jim Norton. Um, uh, Jim Brewer was the opening show. Uh, i trying to think. Who- we've had some interesting guests. Get- right? Matis Yahoo. Lenny Dykes, your friend of the program. He texted me over Thanksgiving a couple weeks after I texted that's him. Awesome. Just checking in. And I, I have that's to check in with him. Cool. Uh, James Blake. Uh, we had squints on the show. Uh, who I'm trying David to Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff was on <laughs> Brown and Scoop. Oh, that uh, was I was older. Was oh, Brown sorry about Scoop. that. No, yeah, no. I mean, that's over. It's we're we're, we're looking back over the years. This is like a no, look back in time. Moment. I thought it was just you uh, doing that one. No, that one was me here. Scoop was on the phone. Uh, he oh. was not in studio for that. We did that over the phone. Sonny Vaquero has been on shows. I mean, if we look at all the guys over the years, Lisa and... Cleats and cleavage. Doctor Ben Carson. Uh, Mario Andretti. Uh, S- the Samaki Walker interview that was trending on Facebook worldwide. An interview that broke the internet that day. Uh, we so many uh i'm trying to think we've had so many david banner in studio stephanie santiago and her big ass uh we had uh, just uh, jennifer white the porn star who texted me when she was in new york and i got hit at 4:30 a.m with the hey hon you up text and the only time i wasn't up and my phone should have set an alarm like porn star text porn star text yes. wake <laughs> up wake up wake yeah. up uh and i was asleep unfortunately. Uh so we've had everyone from porn stars to actors to rappers to players to coaches uh to writers to fashion stylists to uh really every kind of guest. So it's it may be ending, but I, I I like to thank all the guests. I think like thank you guys for helping out with the show and having some fun with us and um for uh for everyone who's helped out during the show and all the followers. Um, it's, it's been definitely a good run and, uh, yeah, but we have more stories in store for today, uh, that we're going to get to Pat and we, we did tease and I know people wanted to, um uh, hear about the, the date with a girl with a beard. So sh- should we just, should we start with the good stuff before we get to sports? I feel like we might, oh, you, we want to, you want
3: to start with that one? Um, sure.
2: and, and joining us later yeah. in the show will be uh you know i'll start with the sports because joining us later in the show is going to be lawrence Tynes. he joined us former giants kicker two-time super bowl champion to talk about eli so we'll get a little sports out of the way first and then mix it with the show uh mix it with uh the date stories love a good date story um and then we'll go to Tynes. first off ben mcadoo fired jerry reese fired we all saw it coming uh, I know Pat is very anti Eli Manning and thinks he's a big baby of some sense. When the guy is a Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, a two-time Super Bowl champ, face of the franchise, who played every game since 2004. The only reason he didn't play was because he was benched wrongfully. And uh, you give him credit for that. And the Giants handled it poorly. I think John Mara realized he shouldn't have over. He shouldn't have agreed on that decision. He should have overridden them and said, "You know what? We need to play Eli." There was no reason for them to bench him for Geno Smith. Geno Smith is not a starting NFL quarterback, and uh, the move was made. McAdoo's gone. Take his hair gel with him. We don't need him anywhere near here. Jerry Reese did some good things. They won Super Bowls, but his time's up. You start fresh, and the Giants head in another direction. So I think that was the right move, and it's a move you had to make when you have three home games remaining, and fans are hoping going to show up, and they're really not. And you want fans to to kind of think of this as maybe Eli's swan song. And maybe these are his last couple of home games. And that's maybe why people will buy tickets. And you have to think of that from uh, the PR standpoint, that you do not want 25 former Giants at the game against the Cowboys, mind you. A team that's still in the race, a team that's your rival. They are on Sunday with Eli jerseys like stepping all over your franchise. So they went out, they said, you know what? We made a mistake. We made a hiccup. We're going to start Eli on Sunday. And I think it's a right move. And if you're not going to see Davis Webb this year, it means with that top five pick, you have to pick a quarterback, whether it's Rosen, whether it's Mayfield, whether it is. um, Donald. Darnold. I don't know how I just forgot that. Uh, Whether it's one of those guys, it's pretty much a sign you have to pick him. If you're not going to play the young now, youth now, and you are going to get rid of Eli, you have to pick him. If you're not going to get rid of Eli, you still pick him because you want Eli to pass the torch to a capable NFL quarterback. Davis Webb was never looked at as a franchise quarterback. This guy was a late-round pick. And I think we all know the Giants made a mistake if not going to Webb instead of Geno. They did that. But I think now it's kind of too late to do that, to to start Webb and watch him get just wrecked. Behind a pathetic offensive line, Davis Webb might die in his rookie season with how bad the offensive line is. So it's something uh, you can't really do. And and Ben McAdoo, we talk about it. We'll we'll talk about it at times. I don't want to talk about it too much. We live in an age where these guys relate to young coaches. They relate to the coach that knows about Twitter, who knows about sliding in DMs, who knows about viral videos, who's online, a guy like Lane Kiffin. People relate to these coaches, and that's why the Rams are doing so good, and Sean McVay has been so good in his first year. These guys relate. He relates to the players, and I think players respect that more than an old coach like McAdoo who doesn't relate, who has no control of the locker room. And I think the Giants might have to head in in a younger direction. We're seeing it all over. Mike Tomlin, tremendous coach in Pittsburgh. Look what the Steelers are doing. Win again last night. They're 10-2. Relates. The players love Mike Tomlin. By the way, Herm Edwards' speech was amazing getting introduced yesterday. I'm excited for all his press the, conferences, more than he, him coaching.
3: The, the whole uh, Devil's Digest thing was pretty funny.
2: He had no idea that his w- team is a, the Arizona Sun Devils. Was it a joke? State or was, Arizona State.
3: That was just hysterical. I think he had like, no idea like, <laughs> that his
2: team is called the Sun Devils, yeah, and he's got to realize that Devil's Digest is referring to the team.
3: Yeah, the reporter's like, whatever well, his name is at Devil's Digest, and Herm Edwards was like,
2: I'd love to get a follow-up. Where
3: are you from? I'm Catholic.
2: It no devils around here. It, it, seemed, like real. it, like, it seemed like he doesn't know, but I'm yeah. curious if maybe he was joking, but I don't yeah. think it was a joke because he sounded serious. How do you
3: not know the name? He's still a collar. How do you not know?
2: He, he, uh, he better wow. start learning. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if he works on the sidelines and everything works out, then I don't think people will care too much. Um, as long as they win the game, right? Yeah, his, his post games are going to be great. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see who the Giants choose. And again, uh, some other n- news before we get to the girl with the beard. Um, <laughs> um, now, Pat will say is 41 now and married. So these stories are from like two decades ago, before dating apps. Correct. This is before dating apps. They might before apps. Before, um, apps, yeah, before apps period was, This yeah. is the day of
3: apps appetizers so my, yeah. Apps, apps Not, Nothing was I mean, called I mean, Like match, Most match people t- had beepers
4: then Yeah, yeah Match.com <laughs> was days. around
3: Love at AOL oh, Match, match was Love well. at AOL yeah. Is that where you met her? I don't remember where I met this. These but were AOL. in
2: person This is when you were at C and Hall This is when you were 21 years old When you first yeah, gave Your first legal like drinks Yeah Alright so this is when Pat so, had hair I uh, did I wish I had a picture You had an afro or no
3: No
4: I had Oh you had some short hair It was short yeah
2: so we're, everyone wants to hear this story. Some other things. Ryan Shazier, scary injury. No surgery yet. Who No one knows his timetable yet. I don't expect him to play in the coming weeks, and they don't need him at 10-2 right now. But hopefully he is okay. Smith-Schuster, suspended one game for this hit on Montez Perfect, which in my mind wasn't that dirty of a hit. I think it was fine-worthy, and I think if he appeals, he should get it overturned. Gronk, no. If I know he's appealing. If I'm Gronk, I just sit out. There's no reason to appeal that dirty hit. You guys saw I it. Saw, right?
3: I saw the Gronk hit. I didn't see. I it. read Church
2: about it. I haven't seen it. He leveled the guy on the ground and get, got him concussed because he was angry that they didn't call pass interference. Totally uncalled for. If I'm him, I take the suspension. But you understand him appealing just because his his check for each week is two hundred twenty one thousand dollars. So it's a lot of money. Um, I love it for me because one of my leagues I'm playing Gronk in the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, so it me works too. out well. For me, I was checking my leagues. I'm like, please, one, and I ended up playing in uh, my league with our former colleague Greg Larnard. Uh I'm pl- not playing him, but I'm playing a friend of it, so that that worked out. Um, but yeah, in the NFL, the Chiefs, the AFC West craziness going on. The Chiefs lose to the Jets, and the Chiefs, Raiders, and Chargers. The Chargers look like the favorite to win the division as the Raiders dealing with injuries. They'll get Crabtree back, who I'm kind of thinking about starting or not starting. I have to choose either Crabtree or Marshawn Lynch as my flex, and I think I'm going Crabtree just because Amari Cooper looks like he might be out again. And if Crabtree's number one, I think I got to go with Crabtree against the Chiefs uh, over Lynch. So it's a tough decision for me because Lynch has played good the last couple of weeks. Um, the uh, Jaguars keep rolling. The Jaguars are in first. Uh, the Vikings still look dominant. They look great. They're ten and two. Uh, the NFC showing us, you know what, you might have to go 11-5 to get in. The Seahawks are hitting stride. The Seahawks are the sixth seed. Um, the, the Saints are showing us, you know what, they're for real. They beat the Panthers. The Rams, again, a dominant victory for them. The Eagles, you know what, they they have a great record, but they haven't beat many good teams. Uh, the Cowboys still alive. And Matt Stafford hurt his throwing hand, so we'll see what happens. I'm playing him in fantasy, so that should be be interesting. So the NFL, the playoffs are shaping up a couple weeks, your fantasy playoffs coming up this week. And, uh, yeah, the next time we do talk sports, it will be down on Hudson street. Um, DeMarcus cousins and, uh, and, uh, Kevin Durant last night, Kevin Durant would stand no chance against DeMarcus <laughs> cousins. And I think that's just two guys trying to be tough guys. I don't think there was a shot in the world that that was going to uh, really go down. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, – there was no chance that those two would fight, but they needed security in the back to make sure that they wouldn't. Uh, so that is just NBA tough guys going down at it. And uh, Steph Curry got hurt. It looks like he'll be okay, but he might miss a couple of games. Um the Knicks just can't stay healthy. Tim Hardaway Jr. might be out a while now. And I'll have a piece tomorrow come up on the state of the Knicks quarter of the way through the season. Who are they? What's their identity? So that's going to be intriguing. This is the Jake Brown Show, radio.com, iTunes, Spotify. Let's switch it over now because no one cares right now about sports. We made this so much lifestyle. And with a couple of weeks left, just want to have fun with the show. And, and uh, when Corson was here, he told me that him, him and Pac go way back. They know each other that – uh, Pat knew Corson's wife from back in the day. Yes, uh, friends for just friends, nothing more. Yes, which is good because then it would be kind of awkward. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> no. but we, but yeah. but we worked
3: together. We worked so together. We were like work buddies, and like the people we work with, we would just hang out and just happy hours. And yeah, stuff. well, yeah, happy hours. Happy would.
2: hours were still a thing in no, 19, was, well,
3: 1987. We would go to. What <laughs> <laughs> year <laughs> were you born? Before I was born before 87. 77? 76. 76.
2: Yeah. Or you were reborn. 81. 81. Yeah. So you're 36. Yeah. You're 41. Sorry to throw age out there. That's all right. I don't uh, care. Both <laughs> are married now, but in a land two decades ago when Rick Astley was making hits, uh, Never Gonna Give You Up, and uh, Fanny Packs were in, and before Ice Coffee took over the basic bitch world, and uh, Instagram and social media, and all this happened... And they weren't really dating I was talking match.com Maybe a little bit But you You met girls And here we'll show Pat We'll get it off One bald head to another And here's Corson And we'll have you two I have a little bit of hair I mean you're, you're getting blocked by <laughs> this. Microphone No one needs to see I me have, I should have right. sat there <laughs> Here's Pat So Alright So So Pat There's Pat So right, hey, we're gonna tell the story So Pat and, has and dates I'm not, here
3: I'm not trying to be shallow I mean you guys see me I'm not that good looking
2: um, but don't put yourself. It's down.
3: it's just a funny story. So you know any right, females so listening, don't get mad. I'm not
2: and, I'm not shouting. And he's going to tell us these stories, which involve a girl with a beard. Let's start with that story, and then we'll try and converse on so, this and so what wait, happened. Wait, wait. Before Set Pat, the stage. Before
4: Pat gets to this, I just want to say that I can vouch for the authenticity of these stories. These are not made up stories. These are absolutely real
2: stories. Well, Corson told me that. Pat was like a, I guess, a serial dater and had some great stories. Well, so now we're just going to tell the stories. And we're going to start with the girl with the beard because that is something out of yeah. a movie. Uh, well, so, Pat, I'm, take it away.
3: I I don't know what I was on. Can you see yourself? Yeah, there? I see myself. Right. I was on, you know, I was talking. I met this girl online. And back then, very few people had had pictures. She did not have a picture. She worked at a bank. And she would tell me how all the guys came into the bank and flirted with her Yeah. I was like Okay Sounds good Spoke to her on the phone She had her sexy voice I was like Alright We'll go ahead. We made plans I w- So you hadn't
2: met her I have not met her I just I gotta get the Yeah we have not met
3: So we made plans how, Where did you talk again? Um, how, how did you get her number? Through One of those things you mentioned Either love at AOL Or okay. match.com <laughs> Matchmakers.com Something okay. One of the one Yahoo love Yahoo personals I think it was called uh, One of them and we spoke on the phone, and then we made plans. Like she lived down—I don't know if anybody's from Jersey. She lived down in like uh, the Monmouth County area. I'm—I okay. was from North Jersey. I was—I lived in Hudson County. So we made plans to meet up for lunch during the summer. One maybe spend time at like one of the beaches, and then have dinner. So that was the plan. It was like a whole day of hanging out. I was like really excited. So. She asked me to. Uh, you were
2: twenty one or twenty. I
3: was something
2: like that. Yeah, I was young. You ha- how, what kind of hair did you have?
3: Um, what did I have? Short? Afro?
2: No, I have an afro. Okay. I might
3: have uh, had like. I, I don't know.
4: I can't picture Pat with an afro. <laughs> no, <laughs> I
3: might have had like you had some a, like short hair, a wedge and... kind of cut in the back with some straight, thin hair. You know, like.
4: It wasn't. It was maybe a little longer than mine in, in a way. I guess I, I don't know. I don't remember that. You definitely had hair, and I did. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: It so what and
3: then, um, so I went to a house to pick her up. I went to her house to pick her up. She lived with her parents, so okay. I was like, okay, no problem. I wasn't that scared because you. Okay. So I went to her house to pick so her up. So you
2: only had the. Ba- this was a blind date because you didn't basically. Know she- yeah, had you no just idea. thought she had a sexy voice.
3: She had a sexy voice, and she told me that she was hot because guys hit on her a lot.
2: Okay. Well, <laughs> this and, but here's the thing. Seem too promising. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um. So, you uh, know, but if you're in your early 20s and you're bored and a girl wants to hang out, you, you I go. know. Why I know, not?
2: man. I've been on you too go. many days to remember. Right. All right. So you show up to the house. You're going up to the door. This is like knee from Catfish, essentially about to happen. Right. You have no idea I have no what's idea. coming. And this, the door opens.
3: And she was in a like a short skirt, high high, high boots. Big B-
2: big legs. Big I girl. I mean,
3: she was a not really heavy but like you know not really were stinky. you a
2: chubby guy then or oh no i was super skinny super yeah. you were toothpick
1: skinny.
3: yeah i was a toothpick toothpick yeah good looking was, dude no i mean see so all
2: right he's honest with himself. all right so, so you open I the door s- you see her she's in a skirt what happens you look I, up i was you look i looked down, up, down yes, about up
3: and i was kind of hoping maybe it was her sister but it wasn't it turned out to be her oh my god so i was like oh god so um it was funny though because she had to go to the bank to back even no direct deposit. She had to go to the bank to pick up her paycheck, so she's like, "Hey," he said she
2: works at the bank. She
3: right? works at the bank, but I guess she was off that day, so I had to drive her to the bank to pick up her paycheck. This was before the day. That was the yeah. Nineteen
2: ninety-seven. Everything was like everything was super convenient No bathroom. direct deposit. It's just- so we this drove. is the first
3: time meeting And she's going to yes. deposit a check And the first time I met her This is very weird She went to the bank She got out of the car She goes I'll be right back She actually left her purse In the car with me The okay. first time we met well, she, not that big okay. you not going to steal it I wasn't going to steal anything But I really thought about taking the purse, throwing it out of the window, and hopping back on the parkway back up to North, to North Jersey. I really thought about that, but I thought that would be messed up. I'm a nice guy. So I waited for her. She came back out, and we went um, to get lunch. We went to the pizzeria. a pizzeria.
2: You still haven't fa- shared the fact that you met her, and did she have a beard? She She had a beard. Like
3: I'm not talking (laughs) about. Believe that that's the whole story. That's
2: a a good point. Yeah, well, I was gonna
3: get (laughs) to it. I was gonna get to it when we went for lunch.
2: Okay, she she had a
3: beard, and I'm not talking about like, you know, a lot of hair by her ear or like low. What do you mean by beard? Like it
2: was. Are you sure she was uh, of the female gender and not tranny or male?
3: Well, I mean. Yes, I think I believe so. You I mean, have I don't, no confirmation. I, I guess I know. Did I you look
2: below the skirt? like
3: No, I didn't look below the skirt. She, like no, below <laughs> the skirt she but pre-op, post-op, we don't she, know. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, but back then, Willie really wasn't. What, can you explain just,
2: the beard? Like, was it had, aggressive? Like, like as much hair as mine on as, my
3: face? Not that much, but okay. she had like whiskers. She didn't just have like lip hair that she needed a, a wax. She had like her head hair met her. Upper lip hair, which ha- met her chin hair, all connected. Like, all connected. It was all one. Was she
2: so broke that she needed to deposit that check in order to buy a razor? Uh, maybe she face? did. Maybe she <laughs> did. But I was so
3: turned off. Say that? No, I didn't say were anything. Were you turned off by that? Like, did she have a pretty face behind she the beard? Yeah, it could have been. She looked like it she had been. a cute <laughs> face. Been. What could have been behind <laughs> the she beard? She had a cute face, but the facial hair... Just was a such a turn off. Oh, and it was I just mean, like yeah. it wasn't like you I know, don't know how I would stay A, in the a car. girl who just didn't have like, didn't wax. Like this was really like she just had, especially that she knew she was going on a date. Like she could have gone to she the might salon. Have to buy <laughs> so we we and I felt like I was really like. I hate to be shallow, Not sounding shallow But I was really So turned off That's and we not went shallow out She
2: has a beard which,
3: Exactly So we <laughs> went out to lunch We went to a pizzeria A pizzeria Which was a mistake I will get to that
2: The cheese got stuck In the um, beard And <laughs> the sauce also. Well uh, Let well, move,
3: go on. But okay. first let me say that the, I ordered one slice Okay Because I couldn't Eat around her She ordered <laughs> two I was sort of repulsed She ordered two And I'm well, like Two is should, not a big deal but, I
2: like getting a girl Because I always girl, eat Two or three
3: But that's okay If you eat three She eats two The girl should not Eat more than the guy I don't. Th- she has a beard. This is not <laughs> the worst <laughs> yeah, She, she has I have to say, the, <laughs> she's got a beard. I mean,
4: you you would normally not eat just one slice. So, no, so.
3: Right, I would not know. I only ate one because she was a little repulsive. <laughs> but then uh, the pizza. But she wasn't fat. She wasn't thin either. She mm. was like medium. average built, medium built. Okay. If she didn't have a beard, I would have maybe pursued a second date with her. That's but,
2: interesting. But um. Maybe. So what happened in the pizza place besides well, her ordering two well, sizes?
3: The pizza guy gave me the stare of death because I told him it was separate, not together.
2: <laughs> so but you didn't pay for? I didn't pay for no. Oh, wow. <laughs> Damn.
3: And she seemed cool with it, but uh, I figured I figured that was a big hint. Like I wouldn't even pay for her pizza. I was trying and like that's the biggest and clue. Is that the end of the story? Well, no. There's she ate that. We sat at the table and she didn't seem to bother her. It did not seem to bother her because she sat at the table and she wanted to eat the pizza and we're sitting across from each other so I'm looking at her but and I just I, love pizza man I couldn't even eat my slice of pizza and like Brian said I could eat four slices of pizza easily
2: you couldn't eat it because you were repulsed by the yes. beard yes <laughs> and then
3: it got worse the pizza was very greasy so the grease got stuck in her chin <laughs> hair and <laughs> she didn't really wipe it and it hardened. <laughs> and you could see like the grease just stuck in her chin hair <sighs> So I actually right. excused myself. So it was yeah. coming down yes. and it's
2: just stuck in here. Yes. And she didn't have a, she didn't use a napkin or anything. No. She was just letting she it she may go. not have felt Did it. Guys, I don't know. During this whole thing was there conversation, like, what do you do? How are you? What are you doing? Was there any um, sort of conversation? We talked, yeah,
3: but I, I, I didn't know how to bring that up. I didn't want to like be judgmental. I didn't want to like sound like I was making fun of her, or like what were they gonna say? Hey, you had a date yesterday. You figured you just looked like that. Like, didn't you go to the salon? Like, like I know so I do. Yeah, like, that's
4: a good like, point. I mean, I would, like, what do you gonna say? You got a little there. What, is yeah. she gonna think it's the grease or is it the beard? <laughs> yeah.
3: Right. So I didn't know what to say. And, uh, so it was You very know, what I know, like before you have a date, you'll shave your head, maybe you'll trim up. Like men, even you know. Yeah. You I won't wear did,
2: sweatpants. Yeah. You do not wear sweatpants, right. Until she stays over and then you De- wear. Right, the nice they, but I mean, right, I... So, so what happened from there?
3: I excuse myself. I went to the restroom. I actually called uh, a mutual friend, another one of the workers I had with uh, Carson's wife. And uh, I said...
2: Where were you working? At, you were 21. Were you I was...
3: I might have... Yeah, so I might have been in college still because I was... Um, we worked at a video store. For your young millennials Don't know You used to go to a store To rent movies
2: right. It was an adult video No we well, It was an
3: adult section Was it like blockbuster It was a blockbuster competitor I don't know Why, why
2: can't we just say it I don't it's know Can we say the, the name way. What's the difference I
3: don't know They're- what was that?
2: Yeah. I love Blockbuster talking. Yeah. About. This is how you was, know we're was, in the 90s. Yeah. I love Blockbuster. It was like, There's I don't still know. a
3: couple Blockbusters yeah. around. It's Apparently, it's Ala- not done. Uh, big in Alaska, here. hear. Because <laughs> oh, the, wifi, it, yeah, yeah. the yeah. Wi-Fi. Yeah, the Wi-Fi. Yeah. The, <laughs> the Wi-Fi is the connection. Sorry. They got
2: nothing else there. All um, right, so what happened? So you um, called your friend. You're like, bro, I'm on a date with a girl. I think a girl that has a beard.
3: Yes. I Save me. Save me. And she said, okay, this is what we're going to come up with.
2: Oh, it was a girl you called? It
3: was a girl, yes. I'm going to call you back in 10 minutes. I'm going to tell you that my car broke down in Jersey City. I called AAA, and it, they said they're going to be too long, because back then it was only AAA, and they would take hours to show up. Okay. So for my commute from Monmouth County to Jersey City- wait, 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 This is 97. You had a cell phone? I had a cell phone because before the show started, I was telling a story how I had a shift at my college radio station, mm-hmm. and my car broke down on the New Jersey Turnpike, and I actually sat there for three hours. Yeah. No contact with anybody Because I know cell phone The next day I actually have a friend who was a cell phone salesman? So the next yeah. day I went to him and I said, "I need a cell phone." And I was like one of my
2: first. One oh, of the long calls. Yeah, yeah, the
3: long flip the call. All right, so get, you
2: call and then they call. Their friend she, called you in ten minutes. And oh, they it saved was the you.
3: longest ten minutes of my life. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so were there more grease beard. And then she started the Yes, yeah, she like?
3: finished her two her two slices. She fi- she was arguing with me about and again. What? Like you would think the hints, drop the hints. I was like, I gotta go pick up my friend at Jersey City. Her car broke down, and the girl was like, "Well, can't you call AAA? Why would you drive up there? It's an hour." Away. And I was like She's really stranded She needs my help We're really good friends Triple A said They would take too long Me getting up there Would be quicker I had to like Convince She's older than me And then what
2: "What?" happened You drove her home Well
3: I drove her home She said Call me later And I was like I'm not And I figured (laughs) You said okay Okay Okay. I said okay I'll call you later Uh, Did you
2: give her a kiss On the beard No
3: (laughs) (laughs) No kiss Um, And I figured Driving home I'm like thank you I called I remember the girl's name Who helped me out But I don't remember The girl's name On the dates Um and I, w- I was like, you know, thank you for helping me. That was great. I got home. I was like, you know what? You were I, shook. At this I was point. shook. You I was were nineteen ninety seven shook. And I was like, I need to find someone <laughs> new tonight and make I think up. That for I
2: was this. six outside <laughs> playing like hopscotch <laughs> when this was going on.
3: a fun game. <laughs> I, I said I needed mm. to find someone new to. Get over this I needed to end the and day there's another date story No I signed on my Oh we had AIM We had, we had instant AOL, messenger AOL instant very, messenger Very big back then AOL instant messenger So when you signed on You heard the door open That your your friend was there She sends me an IM Oh Did you, you Everything work out With your friends Are you coming back down For dinner
2: The same day The
3: same night I was like Does this girl not get the hint Like, I, How could I have yeah. been more clear I was rude Did you answer her
2: I blocked her. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> blocked
2: the girl yes. with the beard. I was like,
3: "Yeah, she got the hit." I, I mean, how much? I mean, I made her pay for all types of pizza. I thought I was rude. I, I really, wa- I mean, which is unlike me, but I really, I maybe I was being a coward and I should have told her, you know, sorry we didn't hit it off. But you know, it's a good Sorry, you know, but you have a beard. Yeah Like I'm sorry I'm just not attracted to you I guess I should That's have said that And I was wrong And I was being shallow For that I apologize to her If she's listening I don't know who she is But uh, we I have was, a couple
2: minutes left yeah. Do you have any other Crazy date stories?
3: Um, the, large, the large one I guess Caution yeah, likes this, th- this, this one is so, the,
4: This is the one That I remember From, from the old
3: story so days So there was another girl I am's me It was a hot day in July And <laughs> I, She and so was fun. she had a picture And she was a big girl But White I, girl? She was a big white girl Short blonde hair okay. Um, this may get a little graphic, um, but um, she was like, "Come over." I do, I'm, I'm leaving the pool. Her her complex had a pool. She was like, "Come come over." <laughs> um, so I said, "Okay, I guess I'm not again. I'm not doing anything." So I went over and out. She was big. So <laughs> we went we were in the bedroom. We started making out. Well, we had you know our time. T- so this is t- first time meeting. First time meeting. She, her. she
2: hit you with the come over. Yes.
3: Damn. And um, we start making out on her bed, okay. and my hand just went somewhere, and I thought I was you using- fingering her, and then as I'm making out with her, I felt her grab my hand and lower it, and it just made me think, wait a second, where was my hand before? When before? And then I'm thinking. Was that in her belly button? <laughs> Where else could it have been? She was that big that I fingered her belly button. This, <laughs> which totally this turned is the me best story off. Ever. <laughs> totally turned me off. Stopped making out with her and I said, I'm sorry, I I have to go. And I just left her apartment. Whoa.
2: Oh,
3: <laughs> Well where else could it have been? I was
2: Did you confirm or like was that your no, belly button?
3: I did not. I was freaking out. We were making out. So was we it kissing. that big of a belly button that it was like well, you my going finger deep was deep, in like, her I thought I was in something. I thought it was in one hole, and then I felt her grab my hand and lower it. So where else could it have been? You know what it probably
2: was? It was in between the the, the belly fat, fat. Yeah, the belly like fat. Down here and you were like,
3: going oh my like god. Oh <laughs> man. Oh,
2: Oh my oh. god, that that might be better than the beard story <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god.
4: That, that, that's that's the that's the one 20 years later that sticks in my mind. Wait,
2: so yeah. did
3: you just leave? Yeah, I just left.
2: I just left. <laughs> oh my god, this is amazing. Um, wait.
3: So I felt bad. I,
2: I was like, Do you uh-huh. have any other good ones? We got a couple, like three um, minutes. There
3: was one more that I thought I met. There was one girl we went on one date. It was hottest summer, and um, again with the hair, she wore a sundress. And she had, she didn't shave her armpits. She had armpit hair. Like, it was like Paul Cole armpit hair. <laughs> like this much? <laughs> yeah, it was like, bad. More than that. It was like bad. You don't know, wear sundra. And then I was really, and she was like, again, she was like, you know, you should really give me a chance. You know, I really, we should really get to know each other. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, again, this, I'm giving you a chance. That's why I'm here. Was but Belly Button
2: the, Girl from the AOL dating Yes. That, what's the name of that site? What was it? Love at AOL, (laughs) I believe it was called. (laughs) At least she was. Belly buttons at AOL. (laughs) (laughs) She was cute though. She was
3: really cute. She had short blonde hair. I remember her. She was cute, but she was big oh yeah The i big rather I, I i, I mean but to be honest I, I would think like a, a bed she had three bellies. um you know but the the hair just turned me and off and
2: then so then the armpit hair turned you armpit off hair. and
3: again with any the, other
2: crazy ones because of course made it sound uh, like you have dozens I mean, well, there of it might stories. have been
3: a lot back then there I just a can't lot more, it's just
4: it's like like we've been saying it's, it was 20 years ago so right, it's, but uh, but how I, do you remember i, I don't remember a goddamn thing i did 20 years ago i do
3: remember though like we used to hang out like on friday nights or saturday nights like you and him and his wife would always ask me. So, what, what girls have you met this week? Any more yeah, stories? Yeah, no, This was like a and regular. And like every week, I would have a new yeah, story. Yeah, I mean, we absolutely
2: have a new story. This is like me, it's kind <laughs> of yeah. sometimes. Except I mean, not with him. But, hey, but they're all. <laughs> every one of them was
3: like a horror story. <laughs> yeah, like that. These are the three <laughs> so I remember. So you had no good ones, really? No, you might have had some good
4: ones here and there, but I mean, it, it was like it, we, we, we 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 paid for admission for the, the bad yeah. ones, you know?
2: Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Oh, well, that was a good story yeah. time I'm, The <laughs> second one might have been better than the The uh, first one The first The girl with the beard and,
3: Oh, and then uh, One, oh, wait, one there, no just more. popped into my head oh, real quick man. And I think Come done. to think back of it, it was bad Like, there was one girl that um, I met and we
2: Went all the way this might be her calling it. <laughs> hey, you then, heard the show. <laughs> and, uh,
3: after after we went all the way, she actually told me I was the twenty third person she went all the way with, and I thought that was kind of high. Why would you tell me that? Like I, I thought that's that was so, how old are you? That's not that high. Twenty one. I mean, I might have been. I, I might have been
2: twenty three. These girls That's just weird. She told the number. Yeah. Some girls just keep track of it. I don't know. I guess true. I thought that was really
3: weird. But yeah, I mean, I was can't she attractive? Think. Uh, she was alright
2: The date The date stories Of Brian Corson Amazing yeah. um, No
4: Pat You said my name
2: Oh right That's <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't have Brian, any good stories Pat, Unfortunately Date stories of Pat uh, Is that Seth calling? No, no Seth's right behind Seth, us though We gotta
3: get up. up um, oh. People upstairs um, We need to uh, Alright we're gonna wrap up, up The show up.
2: here Some good date stories. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Next week, likely, you'll hear us from uh, Hudson Street. Coming up next on the show after. I don't know if anyone will hear after the show. But Lawrence Tynes, former Giants kicker, joins us to talk about the Eli situation. And then tomorrow, you'll hear Seth Gold from Hardcore Pawn on the show. Uh, Subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace.
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollar per order, additional term supply.
2: And welcome back to the Jake Brown show. Second so half of the show here, radio.com's podcast, network, iTunes, and Spotify. Obviously the Giants have been in the news the last couple of weeks, and a guy who's played with Eli Manning, he won two Super Bowls with Eli Manning. Is a former kicker, Lawrence Tynes. The other LT at one point was called LT, and they wanted to smack him across the face. and said, there, <laughs> there's an actual LT who played here who might be the greatest player in franchise history. So it's the other LT on the line with us, a uh, friend of the program. Uh, how you doing, man?
1: I'm doing good, man. How are you? How are you been? Doing well,
2: doing well. Probably leaving New York at the end of the month and uh, heading south, and
1: hopefully mid—hopefully, yeah. I don't know. I've hey, said re- hopefully re- Midwest, but uh, L- life is much cheaper away from there.
2: I know. Yeah. I mean, it's—I—I uh, I don't want to leave New York. I'm leaving all my teens behind here, but I will definitely save a pretty penny leaving here. Any, yeah, uh,
1: we miss it, but you, know. um, you won't miss it in your bank account that's yeah. for
2: sure. And I'll and I'll be back if I do leave. I'm sure at some point. Uh, oh Yeah, and if I came back, I will not see Eli Manning, um, but he will start on Sunday. Uh, I guess we should start with the recent news of Ben McAdoo, uh, and Jerry, it seemed pretty obvious that they, these two guys had to go. And, uh, what was your initial reaction when you heard the news?
1: Yeah. I mean, I wasn't stunned, obviously, you know, when you, when you're two and 10, you know, there's going to be changes made and. You know, this is the initial blast. I think you're going to see a ton of players get cut in the offseason, too. Um, I think they're going to do wholesale changes. Um, obviously, I have an affection towards Jerry Reese. I, I never played for Ben, but I think I was Jerry's first trade he ever made as a general manager. So, you know, to him, I'm thankful for that. He traded for me when I was in Kansas City. We won two Super Bowls together. Uh I have a lot of good memories with Jerry. I saw him at the 10-year anniversary reunion, you know, week two of the season. Had a good time hanging out with him and his wife. So, I like Jerry. Listen, things don't work out always. You don't get to stay places, you know, for as long as you want. And it was just kind of a, you know, like John Mayer said, it was like the perfect storm this year and everything went bad.
2: Yeah, this was a team on paper that looked like a Super Bowl contender. Obviously, everything bad, went bad with the injuries and the coaching wasn't bad. And you have to think, uh, Lawrence, that – Ben McAdoo kind of lost his team. There were guys that were quit on him, like Janoris Jenkins in that 49er game, and there were defenders who just showed no effort whatsoever at times. The offensive line sucked. Uh, it seemed like he lost the locker room in some senses.
1: It did. You know, it's hard to pinpoint. Obviously, I, I'm still close to the organization. and I talk to people. Uh, you won't hear anyone say that internally, um, but obviously the film doesn't lie. When you're watching games, and you see guys that lay tackles and not want to get off blocks to make a play, uh, you know. They always there's an old saying in football: the eye in the sky doesn't lie, and it, that's what it looked like. You know, it really did, and it was it was tough to see because you know, no matter how good or bad the Giants have been in the last 15 years, the effort was always something you could count on. So that was tough to watch
2: you wrote a nice letter to Eli and in when the news happened uh, I mean how disappointed were you how the Giants handled that and just to see him basically in tears when it happened and then you heard Archie say that he this really broke Eli's heart that he was considering retirement it seems like he'll be back now he said uh, but I mean your initial reaction when you uh when you saw the Giants handle that
1: well, I knew that 99% of the world was, was just going to attack. And, and that, when I say that, I mean, go after McAdoo, go after the Giants. And I think, you know, for me, it was really about, you know, Eli and, and thinking about how he felt and what I felt at the time. I mean, it hurt me emotionally because I know what he's he's meant to, to me and, and my teammates and the staff and the people that work behind the scenes there. Um, he's one of the most adored players in franchise history, if not the most. And so – um, I just wanted to, you know, I, listen, obviously I texted him and, and, and said that, but I wanted to write a letter almost to the world to say, hey, look, this is this is who this guy is. And I, I preferred to almost focus on all the positive because mm-hmm. there was so much negativity with it. But I was disappointed. Listen, I never in a million years saw that happening. Um, I just wish if they did make the switch that it was to Davis Webb so we could see what he can do. I mean, it makes natural sense that if you're going to play somebody, play – uh, you know the young kid, and I don't have anything against you know Gino Smith. I mean, I thought he played okay the other day. He's and he'll be in the NFL for a while. He's still a competent player, and but you know it just would have been better. I just thought it was handled so poorly.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll agree uh, to disagree on competent player because that that I mean Gino turns it over uh, left and right and still makes so many rookie mistakes for a guy who's been in the league four or five years I guess he didn't look horrid I mean he led somewhat of a comeback on yeah. Sunday but uh I think it's it's the right move and, and I'm sure you agree that it's the right move here despite the little one week hiccup to go back to Eli Manning on Sunday
1: yeah listen uh, you know I think Spags will rally those guys listen they are who they are they're a 2-10 football team that they'll have a spark early I think the the stadium will be rejuvenated hopefully they show up and and for the Giants but you know they're, they're a two and ten football team let's not forget who they are mm-hmm. um, there will be some energy early Spags will you know get them fired up but uh, you know I just think personnel wise they're, they're so limited um, you know in terms of what they can and can't do
2: do you think Eli plays the rest of the year here? are we going to see Davis Webb at any point during these four games or do you expect this to be the Eli trained t- until the final uh, to the clock at zero
1: I think Eli plays, um, you know, the rest of the year just based off what John Mara said yesterday is that, you know, we're trying to win these three games. And so your best opportunity to do that is with number 10. And based off that statement yesterday, at his presser, I, I would say that Eli plays the rest of the year. Barring injury, knock on wood.
2: What do you think? Does the future? What do you think the future holds? Do you think it depends on who the new GM or coach are? Do you think Eli's back? Do they draft a quarterback? Uh, what, what, if you're the GM, what's your plan of attack?
1: Well, listen, I, I and I said this yesterday on Twitter. This was a PR damage control move. Mm-hmm. On top of you know, I think they're doing this to try and uh, patch up relationships with Eli. Um, and I'm three
2: home shoot. games remaining too. You don't want the fans a storm yeah. of the field here the next couple of weeks, and the yeah. and the former <laughs> players showing up in number tens that were were going to happen on Sunday.
1: Yeah, and Eli would have hated that. But um mm-hmm. but I, I'll say this: I think he plays the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to have to hire, you know, a good GM and a good coach that sits down with Eli and says, "Look, you're our guy for the next two years. We may draft a quarterback high. We, you know." I think they are going to because otherwise we would have seen Davis Webb. Um, and then it's your show for the next two years till we get this guy ready. Um, I don't know. It would be hard for me. I'll tell you. You know, just putting myself in his shoes. I would. Uh, man, I, I feel like it was, he, he was so hurt by this mm-hmm. that he's basically, you know, wants wants to go somewhere else and you know stick it right up there. You know what? Yeah. But we'll see. You know, listen, Eli's a. Eli's a sensible guy. He understands where he is and what he's done for that organization. So I do think that he will give it some serious thought depending on who the coach is and the general manager and what they're you know, what they want to do. Do they want to come in and start right off with a rookie or do they wanna do they think they have a roster that can compete next year if they're all healthy?
2: And if that's the case, I mean you gotta think about taking Rosen or Darnolds here and if you're a top five pick because Davis Webb is is not going to be the starter next year. I mean, if that's happen happening, the Giants are prepared for a, a three or four win season again. Um, so I, I think you got to think about drafting one of those top two guys, don't you think? Or do you sign a veteran like Alex Smith?
1: Yeah. No. 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 no, 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 no. Alex we, Smith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No. I, I live here. I, I see him every Sunday. He, is he a good player? Absolutely. He, you know, he plays. I just think you're you're just putting lipstick on a pig at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, it's either Eli for two years, or you just dive right in um, with a with one of those those top picks. How come no one ever mentions Baker Mayfield? I think he's the best quarterback in the draft. Yeah, yeah. Do I, I I, you he, think he's
2: he, top five worthy?
1: Man, I, it just depends. Yeah. He he could, he could woo the right person away. Listen, does he have some flags? Sure, he does. But his mobility, he's never injured. Knock on wood. Rosen's injured a lot. I don't know about Sam Darnold. He seems pretty durable. But, man, I'd take I'd take that kid from Oklahoma in a heartbeat. And it's, I just think what it seems he brings like, to the table. It,
2: it seems like his demeanor, he fits New York. He's always grabbing at balls yeah. and, and the way he's showing off uh, against opponents. Maybe his his kind of game will work with the Giants.
1: I just think his mobility, you know, until they get this offensive line fixed, you, you can't go to a, a pure pocket passer, which I think Rosen is. I also think that uh, Darnold's a little bit more mobile. So is the kid in Wyoming, Allen. But, man, this kid, Baker Mayfield, he can make plays. And, you know, hes I think he's in the mold of Russell Wilson. I know that's a high praise, but he he does things that, that Russell can do. He's probably a little bit better passer than Russell was coming out, too.
2: Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what the Giants pick. Lawrence Fines, L 4 kicks joining us here on the Jake Brown Show. Uh, is, is there a coach you have in mind or, or a couple that you think the Giants should go after, like a John Fox if he gets fired and a guy who's been there before, um, or any other names that, that stick out to you?
1: Coach Fox would, you know, I, you know, I think Coach Fox has already been on record saying this is his last stop. So hmm. uh, with Chicago, I don't know who's out there, you know. I was talking about this with some friends the other day. You know, it almost seems like, and granted, McAdoo was a younger guy, but you look at uh, the guy out uh, with the Rams, he's young. You look at Shanahan, he's young. Mm -hmm. It's almost like the older generation coaches do not mesh well with today's younger players. I I agree, yeah. They're different. They're different. You can't MF them. You can't. You got to coach them differently, and I coach youth sports. And man, my ways don't work sometimes because I'm from the old school—get out and give me ten push-ups <laughs> kind of world. The Tom Coughlin, you know, yeah. now it's it's a little bit different, and you got to be hip. You got to be cool. You look at Lane Kiffin down in common, he's having a blast. Got to be on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, and so it's almost like—I mean—that turnaround with the Rams is astonishing, and that's—I agree. If they get the right coach, the Giants. I mean, they could just jump right in and be that Rams team next year because they have enough pieces, probably better pieces than the Rams had.
2: I I think they're. I don't think they're built to be a, a team that tanks. I think they have the talent to be good next year, and if everyone comes back healthy. Yep. Uh, and, and they make the right moves, and they get off as a line, most importantly. I think the defense is there when these guys give it their all, and I agree. You need a young coach who can relate Mick, what McVay done. I, I said the Rams were a six-win team before the season, and this yeah. team is a Super Bowl contender out of nowhere, uh, and it's it's all about relating, and it's weird because you think, oh, the older coach, they'll respect him more. They've won like a Bill Belichick. Belichick's in his class of his own. These young guys, yeah. once these players can relate, they could tweet something at them. Uh, they know about sliding in DMs and stuff like that that they they yeah. know what the young guys game i feel like in this day and age as bad as it is and the millennials like i am at 26 that uh if you can relate to a guy you respect them more than them just being old and
1: having one right and it's just different it really is and i'm not saying that kids are you know kids are kids i think just how we're raising them is a little bit different than how we were all raised but um there's something to be said about a younger coach right now um and there'll be some good options out there. I, I think there's some young coordinators out there um, that would, you know, be great candidates. I don't, I don't know who they are yet, but I'm sure the mayors and the Tishes will, will put together a good plan. And you know, this has to work. You know, you can't keep. You know, this is a very giants like You know, from Coughlin to McAdoo to here we are again. So.
2: Yeah, and who would have thought that the Jets are being talked about as the class of New York right now after this Eli decision and the Jets getting getting us New Yorkers more dollar coffees from Dunkin' Donuts the day after a win than the Giants have. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed one of those yesterday, and iced coffees will not die in winter. I will enjoy Never. an iced coffee uh, in wintertime over a hot coffee. As crazy as it sounds, they're good year-round. Um, a- any chance Spags gets the job?
1: Listen, I, there's a chance it – there really is a chance, and, and I know how much he cares about the players. The players love him. I still love him every time I see him. I give him a big hug. He's he he is relatable to the guys. He's very personable. I, it's hard. You know, I just think they're going to want to make wholesale changes and remove everyone from that regime mm-hmm. and, and move on. Whether he wins three out of four or whatever's left, there's a possibility. Sure, I mean John mentioned that at the press conference yesterday. There's certainly a possibility that Spags is a candidate for sure.
2: What was your but, fa- favorite thing about Eli Manning? Just a couple of Eli memories before I let you go.
1: Um, there's, he's just so funny, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I know people probably, you know, they don't get to see that. Everyone's heard that he's just funny, dude, man. He's so chill. Um, you know, our lockers were next to each other for six years. So we spent a lot of time, you know, in between practices and meetings, just kind of BS. And, um, you know, he's just a good dude, man. That's that's what hurt me. Like, mm-hmm. And he's done everything right. And he's just a good person, man. You know, he's a football player and everyone sees that. But behind that helmet and those shoulder pads is a really, really cool dude. And, um, you know, I think you saw the outpouring of respect from the league this week. And he appreciated that. And, and he's earned it.
2: And isn't it – I don't like when people debate if Eli is a Hall of Famer. Isn't it a lock that this guy's a Hall of Famer?
1: i say so. Um, yeah, here's the deal. Listen, he, he's uh, – it's the thing we all loved about Eli, right? He's going to throw four picks against the Vikings, but next week he's going to throw five touchdowns against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I think that little bit of unknown with Eli was kind of like why we all love him. He's not perfect just like none of us were perfect. But I'll tell you what, when the lights came on in January and February, number 10 was there to play. And uh, I think that's what, what people in New York and New Jersey love about him.
2: And you talked about him being funny. I was just watching some of his commercials uh, after it happened, all the memories, Uh the fantasy football fantasy video. I love that with uh, him and Peyton where, uh, oh my God, do you remember that one? Uh, The direct TV football fantasy one?
1: Yeah, there was just so many of them. Uh, He's, yeah, he's still our, that's what I said in my letter, he's our favorite commercial personality because, you know, he's funny. He's just a funny dude, man.
2: Yeah, and seeing him cry, I mean, that, that, like, broke my heart. Uh, well,
1: yeah, because when you've given what he's given to that city, uh, it's hard to watch, man. It was hard. It hurt, hurt me, hurt my wife, hurt everybody to watch that, that knows him personally. So, uh, I'm glad he's back in the saddle this week. You mm-hmm. know, whether they win or not, I don't think that's important right now, but, um, as long as he's back under center, I think it'll it'll be fun to watch.
2: And it would not shock me if he, as everyone has said, goes to Jacksonville next year and wins the Jaguars in their first Super Bowl with, with what that defense has, uh, yeah. reuniting with Tom.
1: I mean, yeah, it would not, that's a good point.
2: It would not shock any of us. Lawrence Tynes, former Giant kicker, two-time Super Bowl champ, the other LT, LT4 kicks. Uh, appreciate you coming on, man.
1: You got it, man. It's good talking to you. All right, man. Take care. All right, see you.